It's it's interesting. We hello there, podcast. By the way, we Hi. we we record the beginning of the podcast actually right at the end of the show, right during the song we like the least. We're playing. <laughs> yes, yes, and. Right now, we're obviously recording the start of a new podcast for you, but we're at the end of the show, and we're, we're actually mid-argument. You're going yeah. to you're gonna have to you're going to have to wait till you get to the end of the podcast to find out what is awkward. But it is quite strange to be starting a new podcast, mm-hmm. meaning to be optimistic, but there's a tension between the two of us. Have you ever invited a couple over your, over to your house, like friends of yours, and it's clear that they've had a disagreement in the car on the way over, <laughs> yeah. and they're trying to make the most of it? That's what this bit of the podcast is like. It's exactly that. Yeah, isn't we're it? fine. We're fine. <laughs> She can bring the bags in. Yeah, well, I did tell you before. Yeah, no, it's fine. Not a problem at all. Have a listen to the podcast. Find out what the disagreement is. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. It's the Strokes from last night on Hometime's Bush and Richie. Wednesday evening, Absolute Radio. If you love the Strokes, uh, Danielle has tickets to see them at All Points East. All part of 10 weeks of tickets, which is back here on Absolute Radio. Danielle with the evening show uh, tonight after us at seven. Speaking of last night, uh, last night we made our big announcement. Uh, we are performing live. At the Isle of Wight Festival, I believe we're the headliners. I believe we are, yeah. I- I'm calling us one of the headliners. Uh, Richie and I are going to be doing 80s versus 90s on the Hard Rock Cafe stage, which will be an amazing thing this summer. Very excited about it. Uh, and with this in mind, I'm gonna, uh, no doubt we're going to be talking about this pretty much non-stop now. I- I'm very, very proud of the fact we're doing this. We're going to be talking about this for most of the summer. Very excited. Like a pair of little kids yesterday, Richie and I were. Uh, with this in mind, my girlfriend Katie tweeted something earlier on this morning that stuck in my craw a little bit. <laughs> She says, so Andy, love it when she does that, does this mean you won't bang on about the time you turned on the Christmas lights with Tracy Barlow from Coronation Street anymore? <laughs> now, up until this Isle of Wight announcement last night, that was my main claim to fame. I think everyone's got a, a, a main claim to fame, whether it's big or small, something that you might have appeared in the local newspaper for, or something that you can do as a trick that you're legendary for in your school. For me, when I was working in a radio station in Bristol, uh, there's a, a place called Yate, which is in Somerset. They've got a little shopping centre there. Uh, and we had to turn on the Christmas lights, and they also hired Tracy Barlow. Was she in Panto at the time? I don't know what. Don't know why she was there. <laughs> I don't even know what her real name is. Uh, but uh, she she did the Christmas lights turn on, and every time Katie watches Coronation Street. I always turn to her and go, do you know once? And she's like, shut up. So I always keep bringing it up. So I just thought, let's start the show with this. Bearing in mind, this, you know, it's in the uh, the big news yesterday about our Isle of Wight performance, which will be the new claim to fame. What is your claim to fame? A 19-year-old me. Go on. Uh, when AFC Bournemouth were not a Premier League side, uh, at half-time... <laughs> Why am I seeing an outfit? Yeah, because I was in one. Are you joking? This no. is just a guess. No, no, no. I was dressed as a chicken. Oh, my word. I was on a BMX. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't uh, expecting the BMX. And I was attempting to jump over uh, ten footballs lined up uh, with a little ramp at the front. It's like a deranged Evil Knievel. <laughs> it's awful. Did you manage to jump the ten balls? Or? Uh, I think the, uh, the rear wheel of the, fir- uh, of the BMX landed on the third ball. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I went flying, and oh. some of the chants that came from the terraces, I can't repeat. I bet they were brutal. <laughs> but there were pictures. So you are in the local paper Local with that? paper for that, yeah. So up until we set on foot on stage, Hard Rock Cafe... That's it. That is, that is your current claim to fame. Yeah. That is amazing. Well, listen, if you can, if you can beat that, this is the calibre of stuff that we're talking about here. Tracy Barlow, Coronation Street, dressed as a chicken, three or ten balls. <laughs> AFC Bournemouth, 8, 12, 15, what's yours? And what an ironic song to go into, Richie. <laughs> it's the Primitives and Crash on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. 
The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's an incredible feat to think that since nine o'clock this radio station has not repeated a song. So isn't, I guarantee. Isn't that a thing? Amazing. Uh, Primitive is a crash. Absolute Radio is Hometime Bush and Richie Wednesday night. Uh, talking about claims to fame. Uh, back in the day in Yate in South Gloucestershire, not Somerset. Who said Somerset? What idiot. an idiot. What an idiot. <laughs> uh, I helped Tracy Barlow from Coronation Street turn on the Christmas lights. That until Richie and I set foot on stage at the Isle of Wight Festival this summer. That is my current claim to fame. And it winds my other half Katie up big time. What are you famous for in your locale? Martin Snelling says he once made a cup of tea for Johnny Ball. That is amazing. It is amazing. I don't know how he got in that situation, uh, whether he was... Uh, no, I, mean, I was about to say whether Johnny Ball was coming around and like doing some work for Martin, but Johnny Johnny Ball just did numbers. He didn't sort of like do painting, decorating. So. Which is weird. We, could, we need a bit more information how on is that. Ma- yeah, Martin, do, do please get in touch. How were you in a situation where you making a cup of tea for Johnny Ball? Uh, Adam says, when I worked as a bouncer in Basildon, I once chucked Alexander O'Neill out of jumping jacks because he got into a ruck with a customer. I can't believe that Alexander O'Neill's getting in that kind situation. Uh, Adam says, uh, whenever I hear the song Criticise, it always reminds me of my disagreement with <laughs> Alexander O'Neill. That might be the best one yet. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, we're talking claims to fame. Uh, we announced on the show last night that Richie and I are going to be playing at the Isle of Wight Festival Come uh, one of the headliners along with some of the other acts we're doing 80s versus 90s there what is your claim to fame? Uh, Gaz says I raced Frank Bruno as he was in his Bentley and I was on my Suzuki GSXR 1000 I eventually won but almost ran out of petrol and he caught me up at the services no words <laughs> just a smile and a nod and acknowledgement at each other I want to be Peter who texts to say I once spent the day with Jimmy Tarbuck as his <laughs> caddy at the East Sussex National Golf Club it was the funniest four hours of my life. Proper old school. I bet he's a laugh. Proper old school. We've got Jenny on the line. Jenny, what is your claim to fame? So I used to work at QPR yes. when Jerry Francis was manager. Yeah. I used to be his PA and I had to go round to his house one day during the close season yeah. and when I arrived he'd just come down the stairs and he'd just been having his hair cut up. So <laughs> his mullet was exactly the same. Uh, as I was about, as I'm, I'm glad you've said that, Jenny, wow. because when I, when I think of Jerry Francis and the, the the football years of my youth, I I think of mullets, and I don't necessarily yeah. think of haircuts. His his hair, Jerry Francis's hair. For people who don't know what he looks like, his hair looks like if you wash a shaggy rug and hang it over a balcony to dry. That's what Jerry Francis's hair looks like. It's just kind of resting there, isn't it? It's like a, almost like an animal yeah. animal that's in, that's sleeping. Jenny, can I put it to well, you as his PA? Mm-hmm. That's what you said you was. I was, you, you, I was there, you yeah. would have known he was having his hair cut and you purposefully no, I didn't got... until I arrived and his wife said, oh, he's just upstairs having his hair cut. He'll be down in a minute. So I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to see Joe Francis without a mullet. Sure, back inside. Why did he have his hair cut upstairs? Don't you just get your I hair... Think, For I people who have their hair cut at home, don't you get it cut downstairs? In the kitchen, yeah. oh, in the kitchen. Well, the kitchen, easier to sweep up. He's, he's given himself yeah. more work there, isn't he? Jenny, I don't know how we're going to follow this story well. for the rest of the show. I know. There's it, too many questions. There's far too many questions. <laughs> he was such a lovely man, though. Too really late for that, Jenny. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie.
It's not quite been festival weather today. Uh, no. Don't know what it's been like where you are, but uh, certainly when it comes to the Isle of Wight Festival in about a month's time, uh, Bush and I are very excited about our headlining gig on the uh, Hard Rock Cafe stage, doing our live DJing of 80s versus 90s. It's going to become our new claim to fame. That's for certain. It will eclipse my previous claim to fame of Turn On The Eight Christmas Lights with Tracy Barlow from Coronation Street. So we're just after, what are your claims to fame? This is fantastic from Natalie. I made it onto Calendar News, which I think is Leeds, Yorkshire area, Calendar News. Oh, I presume this might be some kind of uh, internal, you know, kind of magazine in the trade, <laughs> if, you, if you make calendars. No, I think it's the, I think it's the ITV local news in oh, Yorkshire, I believe. I see, I see. She says, I made it on there as the four-year-old girl presenting a bouquet to the Duchess of Kent when she opened a hospital wing in Leeds. I had to learn to curtsy and had a special mess, uh, special dress made for it. I still have the news clip on VHS. That's brilliant. It's awesome. There you go. I bet she has to address, adjust the tracking every time she watches it. <laughs> Cat Lady's got three. She says, I almost ran over Rolf Harris when he was at the Zebra Crossing outside Maidenhead Town Hall about ten years ago. Uh, also, I went to the same school as Becca from Hollyoaks. She was in year 11. I was year 7. I was tiny and she said I was adorable. And I have the same diabetes doctor as Steve Redgrave. Well, <laughs> what about that for a potpourri of different claims? Who, was, who would have known? Who would have known? And then finally from Nate, he says, at 17 I dated the daughter of the bloke who invented the machine that makes Finder's crispy pancakes. I think we have a winner at the moment, folks. Tesco Club Card vouchers are now worth twice as much at Tesco Mobile, so shop till your phone bill drops. Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. You are listening to Home Time on Absolute Radio with me, Andy Bush, and Archie Harrison, Richie Mountbatten, Windsor. <laughs> we are talking about claims to fame. Have you done something that you might have ended up in the local paper for, you're famous for in your locale? Ross in Weymouth says, Hello, you guys. I had an appallingly bad exchange with Bill Oddy wow. as I cycled across Portland Beach near where I live. I stopped at the junction. He was waiting to cross the road. He had binoculars and I asked if he was bird watching. He said no, and that's where the, uh, the exchange ended. <laughs> <laughs> Until I rode back past him on my way home as he was being filmed. I managed to get myself entangled in fishing line as a man nearby cast out right next to them. It took... <laughs> It took a while to untangle, and on my way, he looked at me as if he might attack me. Obviously, he didn't because he's Bill Oddie, but Ross, wow, what a story. What a wonderful thing to have experienced. There's something about Bill Oddie. He looks like he might get, like, hit up about stuff. Do you know what I mean? Get a bit irked. I, I like Bill. He's, Liking he's, that. What a man. Uh, we have Andreas on the line. Andreas, mate, tell us your claim to fame. I'm a courier uh, in London. Work for a company called eCourier. Uh, hello, everyone, eCourier. Anyway... Uh, I had a job one Saturday morning. Uh, I had to pick up a suit from um, Savile Row, uh, mm -hmm. and I took it to Jason Donovan. Wow. Uh, took it to his house. Uh, it was sometime last summer, so it was sometime, some, some kind of awards do that he was going to that night. Right. So I pulled up outside his place, uh, and he's at the bottom of the stairs on the pavement with a boiling, a kettle of boiling water, uh, and he's, like, tipping the water over the floor, sort of get the ants off the, you know, uh, away from the steps. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm like, oh my god, it's Jason Donovan. I, I didn't click at the time, so I've given him his suit. He signed his little paper. I said, look, I said, I know it's a bit cheeky. I said, can we have a quick selfie? So my my, my missus ain't going to believe me. I'm, I'm with Jason Donovan. She's, he's like, yeah, no problem. So um, he's standing there. He's got a pair of old shorts on, like a, and a dirty old vest on. He's just literally got out of bed. His hair's all over the place. And if you look closely in the picture, you can see a bit of egg, a bit of a yellow stain down the bottom of his neck. <laughs> so 
It's amazing. It's amazing. So I, I said, you can have a quick selfie. He's gone, yeah, no problem. He says, wait a minute. He's got his fingers, run his fingers through the back of his hair like he's just combing his hair. He's gone, go on. And he's put his arm around me, flashed a smile, we took a picture, and I got a perfect selfie. You wouldn't believe it. He's just got out of bed. I love it. Absolutely love it. Wow. Yeah. Do you reckon, did he kill all the ants on his step? I was a bit concerned. <laughs> no, no I, I, I'm not bothered about the ants. Well, I, I got a selfie with Jason Donovan. Come on, ants, Jason Donovan. Uh... Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Hometime with Bush and Ritchie. This is Absolute Radio on a Wednesday night. Very quickly about Suzanne Vega when she played the Isle of Wight Festival. Her management sent an email that was meant for her, but to us. And it had a, like a document... Uh, about the Isle of Wight, what its currency was, what the people like there, what the climate's like, as if she's being dropped behind enemy lines <laughs> in World War Two. What the currency is? It, honest, to the point where I felt That's like amazing. she would have a uh, a hairnet with a map of the Isle of Wight on it. <laughs> it's still the pound, isn't it? I think it is still oh, the good. pound, That's as far as I can tell. But all that information this summer there for Suzanne Vega. Wow. Birthday today. Yes, happy birthday. Thank you. Let's not talk about it anymore. Happy no, birthday. Um, uh, some good prezzies. Um, a pizza oven. That's not bad, is it? That's no, a good prezzy, that. That's a very good pizza uh, So prezzy. now I've uh, now I've mastered being a, uh, a barista. Oh, here we go. Taught myself how to make the coffee. Next up, I'm taking on the uh, the pizza universe. So watch this space. He's, he's put the noses out of joining anyone in the coffee industry. <laughs> Now it's pizzas. <laughs> I've seen them doing it at Domino's. I know what you guys do. Do you think it'd be easier than doing coffees in the I'll get pizza? back to you within a week. I'll let you know. Unbelievable. Uh, but a lot of the other gifts have been garden-related. Obviously, I apologise if you're a regular listener to the show. I have been banging on about my new lawn. It's been down about three and a half weeks now, so this uh, uh, torrent of rain we've had today has been very, very welcomed. It's been a long journey. I feel like we've all been on the journey getting that lawn done with you. But one of my presents that I, uh, I unwrapped today was a rake. Wow. And rake. I was delighted. How did that look wrapped, by the way? <laughs> like a rake. <laughs> this might as well just leave it. <laughs> yeah. Just bring it out. Don't bother, yeah. But still a rake for your birthday. But here's the weird thing, right? Like if you go back if you go back thirty years and you found twelve year old Richie and said this near fella, in 30 years' time, you're going to be given a rake for your birthday and you are going to be delighted. Yeah. I wouldn't have understood. I would not have understood that one day in your life you're going to get a rake and be delighted. Isn't it weird how suddenly, as you grow up, things like that, it's just a rake. I would have run away. Up. I'd have run away if I was told at 12 that yeah. in the future that would have been okay for me. I'm now wishing the summer away so that it can be autumn and leaves are falling on that grass and I can go out and rake every day. Unbelievable. Seriously. It really is. But here's the thing, right? What I thought we could do, get in touch with us, and because you always have, that with your childhood, that one present that you always wanted. Yes. All right, so get in touch and tell us that one present you always wanted and compare it with the last present you got for your last birthday. And this is, it will give you an interesting snapshot into where you were and where you are now. Like exactly. Comparing two photos. For me then, Millennium Falcon, Star Wars, never got it. Never got the toy Millennium Falcon. You still do that as an adult, surely? Always wanted it. Yep. I, I don't know whether that would work in our house, to be honest with you. <laughs> and then the, 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 the present that I got for my last birthday, a tyre pressure gauge. <laughs> You know those things you can screw in your tyre of your car? It's brilliant. I've never used it, so I'm not using that. That's not where I'm at in my life. Millennium Falcon versus a tyre pressure gauge. That is perfect. That is what this is all about. Han Solo from Leon C over it. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. 
I was a bike kid. I always wanted just a top-notch bike. In fact, Daniel messages to say, as a kid, a decent bike for my birthday. The one just gone, I got a Victoria sponge cake. Oh, Daniel, so look, a good sponge cake is good, but we are all feeling for you. Craig, that was it. Uh, Craig Lark says, I was desperate for a Game Boy as a kid. Deliriously happy with a pressure washer in my 30s. <laughs> and Anna says, always wanted an iPod as a kid. I got money towards a new sofa because ours was broken in my last birthday. Uh, Jack says, I was bursting for a PS1. I was over the moon when I got it. Last week, I got a leather apron and a huge pork pie with my name on it. Over the moon. There's a fetish club I may not have heard of before. <laughs> with Tesco Mobile. Tesco Club Card vouchers are now worth twice as much at Tesco Mobile, so shop till your phone bill drops. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Tony says, when I was young, I wanted a mongoose BMX. Ooh. That chucks things back, doesn't it? Is that is that the one that had all the stuff on it, like a timer and like plastic on it and that kind of thing, or not? That was a different bike. Do you remember that bike from the eighties? You're thinking of the Grifter, aren't you? It was like a souped-up version. It was like a, it was like a BMX or a Grifter, but it had they'd stuck a load of plastic on it, so it had like a timer and a speedo and all that. And it looked like uh, Street Hawk. Someone's going to know. Oh, I Someone's really going to know. Those. Please let us know. Really but Tony those. wanted his mongoose BMX. Last birthday, he got a nose trimmer. Ah, <laughs> 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 what a turnaround. <laughs> uh, Jack's mum says, desperate for Donkey Kong 2, handheld in 1982. Never got one. Thrilled with a Denby casserole dish 30 years later on. Very posh, Denby sweet. Oh, uh, Mandy, what did you want when you were a kid? Well, when I was little, I was absolutely desperate for a Tiny Tears doll. You know, the one that wet itself and cried. <laughs> For my 43rd43rd birthday in January, I got a trowel, a garden incinerator and three bags of horse manure and I could not have been happier. (laughs) Times change, don't they? What what is it about the gardening thing? I've never had a gardening present for my birthday. Obviously, Richie did today for his. Is it a slap in the face to get a gardening present or not? I honestly couldn't have been happier. My parents bought me three bags of manure, left it on my doorstep with a balloon tied around it and I was (laughs) going to do it. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. You are listening to Hometime on Absolute Radio, the jewel in the crown of your Wednesday night with Bush and Richie. Uh, can I just take this uh, moment to share with the audience and say a public thank you uh, for the gift that I've received from you today. Oh, yeah. I'm holding in my hand, uh, Bush has very kindly, for my birthday, given me an Arsenal gnome. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is uh, your conventional gnome. I feel like after the season, you lot have had him taking the mick, but I'm not. Uh, he does look as though he might have a little bit more movement than uh, Shodron Mustafi. <laughs> little football gag there, there for you, you go, guys. Mustafi the gnome. But uh, yeah, quite how that's going to play out when it gets home, I'm not sure. We'll find out. Surely on your brand new lawn and everything, that's going to have pride of place over there. I mean, that, that's that's like nailing your flag to the Masters and Arsenal fan, it isn't is. it? It is. Quite provocative, though. We'll have to see. See what happens there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we, we've, we've been wanting to find out how different the big presents were that you asked for as a kid are compared to what you received most recently. Uh, This text says Richie, it's my birthday today as well I've not opened my presents yet but I've requested a food blender Wow. There was a time when I wanted the Sabutio cricket game. I had that game when I was a kid. Yeah. It was brilliant (laughs) I never had that. But happy with a food blender. I mean Whatever. How times change. Time, times change. And in fact, Lindsay from Kingsbury says, it was my birthday on Monday and I got a chopping board from my husband, but I did ask for it and it's awesome and it has a little drawer to collect all the chopping waste. Chopping board with a drawer? A chopping board with a drawer. To put that down for the 43rd, I think. There you need, need to get involved. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name.
Absolute Radio. And let's meet our contestants on line one, hoping to win the Muse tickets, is Gary. Hey, Gary. How you doing? Gazza! Gazla! Yes, yes, please. Are you fired up, Gary? Raring to go. Sounds it. Raring to go. What do you do, Gary? Uh, it's just boring spreadsheet work, so you can understand why I need something a bit more exciting, like a gig out. Have you, got, have you got a spreadsheet in front of you right now, Gary? I uh, I have. How can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> Hear it in your voice. Oh, yes. Ready to go. Uh, yeah, good to speak to you, man. Fine. You stay there, coiled and poised. Uh, and then the other contestant uh, is Robin. All right, Robin? Hello. Hi. How are we doing? Good, man. What do you do? Uh, I'm a chauffeur. Oh, oh, Robin. Does that mean you have to drive a really nice car? Um, it's a Mercedes. Yes, he does. Um, it's, it's reasonably nice, yeah. Robin, I drive yeah. a Volkswagen Polo, all right? So... State of him. <laughs> um, do, you get any, do you ever get tips or anything, Robin, for doing driving uh, and that? Occasionally, yes. Yeah, yeah, occasionally. Um, anything from sort of 5p to about £100. Wow. wow, we're in the wrong game. <laughs> yeah, we are. Said it before in the wrong game. This is my last show today. Here's Richie Firth <laughs> with the rules. <laughs> right, listen carefully, guys. We're going to give you a random topic that has many possible answers. Uh, Gary, you will get to say how many answers you think you could give in 30 seconds. Robin, you will then have the opportunity to claim if you think you could name more or less than Gary. Uh, whoever thinks they can claim more will then have 30 seconds to do just that. Uh, if that player manages it, they win the tickets. If they don't, they will lose the tickets to the other player now that we all know the rules let's play who claims wins right let's get ready to do this Gary and here is the topic how many James Bond films do you think you can name in 30 seconds ooh uh, gonna need a number from you Gary four was that four yeah okay four. Robin uh, Gary says he can do four how many do you think you can do yeah, five. You reckon you can do five? five? Okay, up in the ante, back with you, Gary. Do you want to challenge mm. Robin to do that five, or do you reckon you can do more? Uh, um, yeah, let's go six. Gonna go six. six. Okay, Robin. <laughs> this this is like um, what's the antique show? <laughs> it is. Okay, Robin. Do you want to challenge Gary to do his six, or is that it? Uh, I've had this set before. I had the box set. Um. You're going to go seven or what? Seven. He's going seven. He's going seven. <laughs> going seven once, twice and twice. Gary, are we challenging Robin for the seven or are you going to go more? Um, go on, let's do eight. Oh, he's <laughs> going to go eight. I can't believe this. I feel like I'm at a charity auction that's got two drunk blokes <laughs> bidding on stuff. Uh, Robin, what are you going to do? Can you go for nine? Uh... No, let him do the eight. Let him All do right. the eight. That's okay. the spirit, sunshine. Gary, 30 seconds to name eight James Bond films. Your time starts now. OK, Doctor No, Moonraker, Octopussy, um, Rollable, uh, Casino Royale, You Only Live Twice, um, The Man with the Golden Gun, um, uh, Quantum of Solace, uh, Gold... Um, Skyfall, uh, Spectre, uh, M25, yet unnamed. Um, uh, live and let die. I mean, it felt good. It felt, it felt good. good. But is it good? We're looking at our bobble-headed adjudicator who says ten. He smashed it. Congratulations, Gary. Well done. You are going to go and see Muse on the 8th of June in Manchester. Well done. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. Good knowledge. Well done. That's a, that's a oh, spreadsheet oh, too far. You've done well with yourself there, fella. <laughs> yeah.
Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Thank you for the people clarifying what that bike was we were trying to think of earlier on. John, who is plumbing in Birmingham, says it was a rally vector. It had a radio and everything. Rally Vector had a radio. Had an, I told you, it had a radio on it, a speedo, all the stuff you just didn't need when you were kids cycling around the park. I missed out on that when I was compiling birthday lists. Hell of a birthday present, that one. Uh, Graham in Bracknell says, I am 42 today as well. So Graham and I born on exactly the same day, and this is great. He says, I always have fond memories of presents of yesteryear, making a list from the Argos catalogue and being chuffed to receive a deluxe set of Domino Rally. Do you remember that? Well, again, I don't think, and I don't mean this in a bad way, I'm not sure kids these days would have the patience to set up dominoes like you would have done back then. And go up over bridges and all that kind yes. of thing. Yes. Graham goes on to say, today I gratefully received two new tyres from Vauxhall Astra. <laughs> kids, don't be in a rush to grow up. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. We are throwing a board games night next week, uh, Wednesday of next week, because it's Mental Health Awareness Week, and we think that turning up, meeting new people after a stressful day at work, turning your phones off in a pub that we've hired, and playing some board games is the perfect way to unwind. It's a good pub that we found as well, the Parcel Yard. Yes. Uh, which is uh, King's Cross Station, so I'm happy with me trains. No, it's going to be good. Yeah. You're next to your trains and all that kind of stuff. Hopefully, a load of you guys are going to come down. If you want to come, we'd love to see you there. All you've got to do is go to our website and register now, absoluteradio.co.uk. Uh, so we've got the venue sorted out, thanks to lovely people at Fuller's. All we need now is the games. So we thought during this part of the show, because we, we've, we've got a bit of budget to, to get some games and everything, yep. we need to try and make a top ten list of the best board games. Top ten board games right now, and some of them that we need to bring to Wednesday night next week. I think I mentioned it to you yesterday. Um, I'm a big fan of Cluedo. I know it's Cluedo. old school. Yeah. You're probably going to be a little bit more au okay with maybe some of the more recent games. Uh-huh. But I unapologetically love a game of Cluedo. I think if we're talking top ten, I think some of the classics have got to be in there. I think they have to be. It's like if you watch MasterChef, they, all the people, all those chefs, particularly the professionals, need to be skilled in the basics, the classics. Of course they do. And I think Cluedo is that. If you're going to go, you know, top ten songs of all time, there's some fine stuff of recent years, but you're going to find Bohemian Rhapsody in there. Exactly. i say that is your Cluedo. All of the classics, definitely Cluedo. Thank you. Uh, for me, I'm going to chuck in one called Flashpoint. Okay, explain to me how that works. Flashpoint, you work together as firefighters in a house or a flat or whatever that's got a fire. Yeah. And you have to go around and rescue the people in it. And each turn the fire spreads, you've got to rescue like cats. Right. People, get them out of there. And and the walls can crumble down and they can have fire explosions and stuff like that as well. So it's the roll of the dice working out whether the fire's intensifying or whether you're getting too put it out quicker roll of the dice at the end of everyone's turn you roll the dice and then the fire can get bigger and spread into different parts of the flat it's brilliant if you're working together to try and get uh, people out of like a bath you might have wow. to res- rescue a cat from a bathroom it's no clue though is it it's no clue though <laughs> okay well, I will put that one all down. the classics yeah <laughs> so look we're compiling this we want a top ten list of board games if there's a board game you think stands Flashpoint Flashpoint I have to look this one up it's very good head and shoulders above the others you can get on Facebook and tell us about it right now or drop us a text 8 12 15 Flashpoint it's really good you can rescue a dog from a bathroom. Brilliant. <laughs> Absolute radio.
The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Oasis with Wonderwall on Hometime. It's Bush and Ritchie Wednesday night on Absolute Radio. Uh, we're talking about our games tonight. Ritchie and I throw in a board gaming night next week, Wednesday in central London uh, for Mental Health Awareness Week. Uh, just kind of saying, you know, if you've got a stressful day at work, come along, meet some new people, turn your phone off and play some board games and have a chat with people. There's a lot of mention for Risk. I've never played Risk. A lot coming through for Risk. That's Jeff a good old game, mentioning it. Andy and Bromley. Uh, I've never played Risk. We are after a top ten list of board games because we're acquiring some games ahead of Wednesday night. What do you reckon should go in there? Risk is good, but that's a big game. That's like Boxing Day round at your grand's house type <laughs> game, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's one of those. Uh, this one here from Chris in the damp field in Yorkshire says, Try Burgle Brothers. Another game we work together is a team you have to break into a building, crack safes on three floors and escape to the roof whilst avoiding the guards. So, so far, you've, you've put forward uh, burgling. You've put, <laughs> we're putting out fires. I know. It's, uh, it's quite deep games you do. Alan Waters says, and a few people have mentioned this, he reckons Richie would love Ticket to Ride. I've never heard of it. Ticket to Ride is the, the current most popular and it's worldwide famous. You can get different ones for different countries. A uh, game about trains. Perfect. Now I've got his attention. Yeah. <laughs> the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Do you know the weird thing is, like, I reckon most of the times when people are, whether you're working or doing whatever, sometimes you'll get home in the evening and you've probably not really had a proper conversation with anyone. You know yeah, what I mean? So yeah. hopefully someone like this where you are sitting around with maybe people you've never met before might bring out people a little bit, get you out of your shell somewhat. You We've know? been trying to compile the ultimate list of board games to make sure, uh, come the night, that we're prepared. Writing them down. I am stunned uh, at how many games I've not heard of. This is the golden age of board gaming, My mate. My, my list uh, my list was pretty short. These Some of these are great. Magic Maze. You heard of this? A game where four people have to manoeuvre around the board without being allowed to talk to each other. <laughs> I love that. I mean, for you know, when you're meeting new people, that could, could actually work well for some. It's like a trust exercise at a corporate away day. Yeah. Uh, Mark from Corby says, go for broke, the opposite of Monopoly. The winner is the first person to lose a million pounds in the casino doing horse racing, etc. It's a great game. Uh, it sounds like Brewster's Millions. You lose money. You start You start off with a million and then you've got to lose it. You know, Monopoly, you've got to slowly accrue it by fining people. Yeah, 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 it's a terrible yeah, yeah, game. Yeah. <laughs> At least with this, you've just got to try and blow it as quickly as you can. I like that. Brewster's Millions. That's great. Uh, Gary from Manchester says the best game ever has to be Escape from Colditz. Takes ages to play, but it's worth it. I've actually got that board game. Yeah. And it was laugh a minute when our German cousins came over, that's for sure. <laughs> Won't be doing that one at Christmas again. Uh, so, look, we're after all your suggestions. If you want to come to the night next week, we would love to see you down there. You'll get a bear hug from myself and Richie if you're there. All you've got to do is go online, absoluteradio.co.uk. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Can I just pick up on something over the bank holiday weekend that I feel like we've not addressed properly and I need to talk, to sort it out on the show right Far now? Far away. So, I think it was Sunday morning. Uh, our little girl, we started waking up at six o'clock in the morning at the moment so it's helpful oh, it's very helpful I love that I get up get up dead early and it's alright what I've been doing is chucking her in the buggy and then going for a walk which is quite nice uh, so I walked down to Leon C seafront sat down on one of the little canopied style rest restaurants you have on the uh, waterfront there and I had what I thought was a lovely breakfast tweeted about it and said you can't beat this what a great bank holiday thing it was cheese on toast and a cup of tea about 8.30 in the morning that's not a breakfast this is what I got back I'm not surprised cheese on toast is a breakfast there's nothing more breakfasty than cheese on toast is the there? irony is the irony is I would say cheese on toast is anything but a breakfast wow I'd say you could have it as as a lunch right I say you could have it as as a lazy dinner 
I'd never have it as a breakfast. You see, I think that with a bit of Worcester sauce on, on top, washed down with a cup of tea. Once again, nothing wrong with the Worcester sauce <laughs> on a lunchtime or indeed in the evening. I'm not having cheese on toast at breakfast. I, I think I genuinely, we, we genuinely need a recount on this. We, we need a survey right now. This is the referendum that we're talking about. Cheese on toast, is it a breakfast meal or not? Because I cannot believe some of the vitriol and bile I've had back from the online community about me eating that first thing in the morning. Vitriol and bile is, is a shame in anything, but... Um, <laughs> Don't join them, Richie. <laughs> the, the opinion is wrong. I can't think of cheese for breakfast in any form. Really? Whether it's on toast or, or not. I feel like we're usually kind of on the same page with food Normally stuff. Normally so, yeah. This is like a, a, a huge line-of-duty-style blowout between the top tier of the British Transport Social Police <laughs> and the whole food and, and eating policy. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Major disagreement in the studio about cheese on toast, the validity of which for a breakfast meal. I have it loads for breakfast. Richie thinks not in a million years. Don't see it as a breakfast meal. Cheese on toast, lunch, dinner, yeah, but not breakfast. So if someone offered you cheese on toast for breakfast, you'd be like, what it would be about? the first time in my life that it had ever been offered as a breakfast. Really? I just promise you. What's 42 going on? Years. Ian says, I'm a chef and I regularly have cheese on toast or cheese on muffins. Someone's doing well for themselves for breakfast. It's just a hot continental breakfast. <laughs> Admittedly, I did make a bold claim saying that I can't think of a breakfast that features cheese. I wondered if this would come back to bite you. <laughs> Paul, the, <laughs> Paul the fireman points out, try checking out the ingredients in your sausage and egg McMuffin. I think you'll find there's cheese in it. Yes. it's a good point. See, Brad says cheese on toast is more a breakfast meal than any other time of the day. They're all wrong. And then Rachel's a bit of a slap in the face really uh, hi guys I moved to Malta and every breakfast bagel or bap has got cheese in it I always ask for it without just no yuck but at lunch all of the cheeses there you go all of the cheeses the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. if you're listening it's probably not home time anymore but we can't be bothered to think of a new name Absolute Radio I mean I take that cheese has been mentioned in quite a few breakfasts now but I still wouldn't have cheese on toast Cheese toasty, a toast, toasted cheese sandwich. As in Breville. As in a Breville. Once again, never had it. Not sure I would. I, it, you know? I feel this is not the first time I've said this. I think you're for turning. Here's <laughs> <laughs> Bill Bailey. It's the podcast. 